Welcome to the show, Hannah. Welcome to the show, Maddie. Happy Monday. Can it's I say Monday. happy Monday? It's a Monday. Cut it. Got it. Got it. It's a, it's not a Tuesday. What day of the week were you born on? Do you know? I think it was a Monday. Oh, see, here's the thing. I do like Mondays. I'm talking a lot of smack for someone who likes a good Monday. It's the start of the week. You know, it happens every week. You're stuck with it. You might as well like it. My least favorite day of the week might be Thursday. That's why we don't release anything on Thursdays. You got to catch us on Wednesdays or Fridays. That's what I'm saying. You can't trust a Thursday. I was born on a Tuesday. You seem like a Tuesday. Club going up. On a Tuesday. Yeah. What does that mean? I feel like a Tuesday. A day late and a dollar short. I think that's a great, listen, that's a great way of putting it. (laughs) I think so too. All right, so we had Luke and Alex on the podcast, and we interviewed them about their podcast and in general life, just to see what's going on with them. Yeah, they uh, talked way too long. Yeah, we've got two episodes now because of how much we talked to them. Joke's on us. Two episodes with two white men. Oh, you guys, we're really trying not to let this happen, but of course they sucked up our time it's okay we do like these two at least we do they are two nice white men they're two two pro choice we sure are that's the key these days i saw an article a little bit ago i'll just address the elephant in the room uh since we last spoke hannah we've lost some uh bodily autonomy Feels nice having an IUD, but, you know. It sure does. Feels real nice. However, May 2023 is coming up real hot, and I'm getting real nervous about how many more rights we're going to lose before then. So I might uh, go get a new one sooner rather than later. More power to you. Apparently Gen Z is already like, we're done. We're not having casual sex, which is a bummer because I do think that's the point of all this you know what i mean to right. stop they want that. the abstinence of it all they want the abstinence and they also want the like labor force right um so it's kind of like they're winning so i like the idea of just sex that does not lead to pregnancy so I'm yeah say, any way you can. there's lots of options there you know what i mean yeah. just lots of options pick your poison Sometimes it doesn't have to be the lady. Sometimes the guy could maybe do something. Just a thought. Anyway, so Alex and Luke were on. Great guys. No complaints there. Glad we had them. I'd like to know their opinion on this. Uh, We, yeah, no, they were great. Great men. Great. Talked about baseball. I mean, baseball's fine. You know what I mean? America's pastime. It would have been a lot more fun to grill them about Roe v. Wade, for sure. Uh, So it sucks that we didn't have them this week, but um, it's okay. It it would have been a nice balance because Alex would have been very eloquent and prepared for the answers, and Luke would have just said what he was feeling. You know? It's the nice balance between the two. There's a very yin and yang to them, which must be very nice to hear on the podcast. I, yeah. We were just speaking, you all will understand this, but Luke is... Kind of like a cat. What's it? 
correct. What's the term? Like you can't corral cats. You can't. Oh, it's like wet cats. Wet can't cat? catch a wet cat. You can't catch a wet cat. No. <laughs> That's not what I was thinking of. A Isn't wet it, cat? <laughs> you can't corral. I think it's like you. Sean, please help us. Um, you can't. Wear Don't. white after Labor Day. <laughs> okay. Sean, that's not helpful. Don't wear white after Labor Day. Um, we've decided that's also not a rule anymore. Our generation. My mom's pissed about it. but My mom's pissed about it. My mom's also still pissed about navy and black at the same time. And like, yeah. I get it. I can't get past that one. I have a hard time with that one. Yeah, no, Luke and uh, um, what else did we talk about? We talked about baseball. We talked about some politics. I think that's really it. Just each yeah, other. Yeah, there were there were some well-timed jokes. There was just some good times with friends. Some baseball, like we said. It might not be the best episode for us ladies, but you know what? We gotta we gotta be appealing to a lot of folks. If I can give you any intro to this podcast, this is the one to tell your husbands and boyfriends to listen to because they'll be tricked they'll be conned you see they'll listen they'll be like this is so so dude friendly boom next week back to the ladies back to progress progress progression progressive progressive frames enjoy this episode everybody Do you have your thing open, Hannah? <laughs> Can you tell I'm panicking or? Yeah, I mean, usually you're panicking. I'm just trying to be like a supportive entity right now, you know? I had it. Oh, here it is. Okay, hold on. Please hold. I'm so sorry. I'm a professional. This is the worst duo hosting something since James Franco and Anne Hathaway hosted the Oscars. Calm who wants, down. Who wants to be Franco? Who wants to be Hathaway? One of you will have a very good career in this business. One of you will call it a night after the disaster artist comes out. Choose wisely. I'll be Franco. <laughs> I don't know, dude. You might be better received. Like, I think the world, no. they see you as a Hathaway here. I remember when that movie came out, Disaster Artist, which is a pretty good movie when you take away outside all the, like, the controversy that happened with Franco after that. But that was a really good movie. I remember it was like, people were saying he was going to win everything. And then, like, in a matter of 24 hours, it was like, he who shall not be named Lord Voldemort, Mr. Franco. And uh, that was that. Yeah. The way things come out of my mouth, I'm going to go ahead and say I'm a Franco. going to go ahead and say I'm a Franco. <laughs> Which one, James or Dave? The worst of both. Dave's not bad. Dave's a good guy. I think. He's got bad qualities. I don't he was know, on Scrubs, personal. right? Yeah. He was Dave on the Franco worst on season of Scrubs. Oh, well. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to preface this with the patriarchy. Who has a higher net worth, Anne Hathaway or James Franco? The James Franco of it all. I feel like He's James a white Franco, man. Because he did Spider-Man. Also, he was in Flyboys. That brought in a shit ton of money. Nah, I misdirected you. Anne Hathaway's worth about $80 million. And Franco's oh. worth up. Is worth a paltry thirty million. Oh, sounds about right. Look up the net worth of Seth Rogen, though. Oh, he would definitely. I feel like he would steamroll both of them. 
130. 80 million. Oh, nice. Anne Hathaway and Seth Rogen. Equivalents in the world of being rich. Good. Nice. Good to know. Well, I don't know know, about the rest of you, but I'll be losing sleep until Anne has a bigger net worth than Seth. Even if it's 81, we have to stick up for these kind of people. Do not be complacent, folks. Anne deserves better. Actually, I'm a big Anne fan. I don't get the Anne hate personally. Am I Anne, Anne hates over. We like her again. Don't you? Don't you? Keep but I never up with the understood internet, the Anne hate to begin with. I mean, here's the thing. Do you want to know when it started? Lay Miz. She won an Oscar for that, didn't she? Yes, but musical theater girls hated her. Oh. And now we're back to it because she's like flawless and effortless, and like we've forgotten about it because we have other musicals that we've hated. So. I think that's why we feel like there was so much Anne hate. Same well, with her. Because she did. Go ahead, Maddie. I'm listening. It's a talk. She's, she's, she's doing it. <laughs> I shamefully, but also eh, don't really know Les Mis very well. I, the, only, the only version of Les Mis that I've seen is the film version. Um, and it's because my the theater appreciation class I was teaching made me watch it the students mm. I, I gave them the option of what they wanted to see they knew i hadn't seen les mis and they said we're gonna make you watch it and i was like there i deserve this yeah. i like I it i thought russell crowe was great i do a great russell crowe impression in les mis if anyone would care to hear it i'd like i'd like that very is sean much. List, is sean listening to this to edit because he's heard it before yes. so sean this one's for you baby doll russell crowe i sing like this i was in les mis Oh, I sing so low, I'm Russell Crowe. People made fun of me because I can't sing. Russell Crowe. <laughs> That's a big booking for the, the All Caught Up podcast. Russell Crowe yeah. uh, on episode three. Well done. Yeah, pull that quote. Put that right at the top of the article. That's what I'm naming this feature. For this it might look like episode. I'm not here. But instead, I have my my glass covered up. It's magic. Um, to bring it back to the James Franco thing for a second, uh, in regards to the Anne Hathaway thing for a second, I think the reason musical theater girls were envious her, uh, to quote James Franco in the interview, they were just peanut butter and jealous. I think that's what it comes down to. That's Absolutely. all it was, just jealousy. I don't get the Anne hate. So I was never an Anne hate guy. Now, Jennifer Lawrence hate that I can kind of get on board with. She was she was phoning it in there for a while. J-Law was. I didn't realize there was a Harvey Weinstein connection there. Did we miss that? Wait, between. Well, wait, like she was like his golden girl. Well, that makes sense because didn't his former company do Silver Linings Playbook? Probably. I think I think they did they everything did. for a mm-hmm. while. I thought you first meant that like she was a, a victim on a serious note. So I didn't. I but I, you took it a different direction, which I'm glad to hear. So fuck Harvey Weinstein. I think we can all agree yeah, on that. Yeah, she right? ended up. I should. Cheers to that. Also interject. She ended up. I think like like switching on him. You know what I mean? And like yeah. said, I regret working with him. I did not yeah. know. You know whatever, but. Anyway. Oof. 
It's getting hot in here. Oh, gushy subjects. I'll just eat my Sex. chocolate chips. Um, so, welcome to the show, everybody. <laughs> this is uh, week three. <laughs> and you oh. can tell. Is it so much better? Yes. Episode one, rough. Episode two, delayed. Episode three, perfect. Maddie, do you want to talk about the catch-up podcast on Wednesday? Yeah. Last week? Yes, last week's. Listen. My computer fell apart. Um, Last week was rough. We, uh, let's see, on Wednesdays we have our show. It was a mess. We don't really have to talk about this, but um, we'll cut this part. Let's go ahead um let's recap okay so last week first episode of uh catch up only was a bit of a mess up but we're back this week it's all good um make sure you're following us on social media that's where all the clips come out first all the good stuff um what else do we need to tell the people right here at the top if you missed last week's episode, we had a really great guest. It was Cassie Ganshaw, sister to Hannah here, um, mm-hmm. talking pop culture, who's going to be famous sooner, her, <laughs> Hannah. Uh, my vote's on Cassie. You 100%. guys haven't listened to the episode, sadly, yet, but uh, it is very funny. We were listening to some clips today, and good stuff. It's good stuff. It is very good. Jinx. Jinx, you owe me a soda. Um, I like your shirt. Yeah. Did you get it thrifting? I sure did. It's cute. Is it backwards for you? It's backwards for me. No, it's right. We can see enlighten the F up. Nice. Good. We love to see it. And we love thrifting. We do. Reduce, reuse, recycle. We love the men's section thrifting. Absolutely. Triple XL or Baby Gap? <laughs> That's it. Those are the only things I allow. Do you guys thrift at all? <laughs> I'm laughing at Alex because he's eating M&M's and I'm eating chocolate <laughs> chips. I'm like... <laughs> he was doing the, Alex was doing the dad thing where you have to, like, where you shake it <laughs> to get a good, like... And then he was popping them into his mouth. Listen, I think I was doing the same thing, too, and I locked eyes with them, and I was like... <laughs> Michigan and Trumbull is uh, not just a baseball podcast. It's a daddy podcast. Let's be real. Mm-hmm. Oh, so daddy, not dad. Daddy podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. A zaddy. Oh, a zaddy. What would... Is this a mommy podcast? But, like, a mommy podcast? We're not a mommy podcast. Because mommy is, like... Mommy is... Isn't it, I hate to say it, but it's like sexual nowadays, mommy, right? I don't know, though. I don't feel like it's sexual enough. You know what I mean? Oh, like, when I hear oh. daddy, it's like dirty. When mm. I hear mommy, it's like mommy bloggers that are telling you not to get vaccines. Correct. What about uncle? I think. I think that's just your, your uncle. Oh, I feel like I would be appropriating <laughs> this podcast by saying it's an auntie podcast, so I will not say that. Yeah. 
However, I want that energy. I'm like a cool aunt. I, it's like camp counselor. You know what I mean? Well, that's what we are. We're an aunt with a hard A. We're not an auntie. We're an auntie. Facts. And I'm not even from Chicago. Mm-hmm. You're <laughs> anti-podcasting? Yeah. Mostly. Yes. Hannah works at Auntie Anne's pretzels in the mall. I wish. So you may have noticed we have two guests here, two flies on the wall. We have Alex Freeman and Luke Jaconis. They're joining us here. They have a podcast of their own, the Machine Wash and Tumble Dry podcast, (laughs) also known as Michigan and Trumbull podcast. It's about baseball. It might be a happier podcast if we were a laundry podcast as opposed to a Detroit Tigers podcast. You're always winning with laundry. You know, you always end up with clean laundry unless I guess you don't. Uh, Speaking of the Tigers, they're losing right now. I'm watching the game while we record. That's how dedicated I am. I got the game on for the sake of our show, but then I'm giving you my time and attention. Uh, But I'd be happy to talk more about Matilda and Trunchable whenever you uh, think that's a good idea. It's, um, Matilda, I do love that bit. I do love that bit. You know, I love that bit that you do. Thank you so much. Uh, it feels really nice to have my comedy recognized. Mm-hmm. I would like to eat the chocolate cake. I'm not going to lie. That's my that's my Matilda <laughs> hot cake. I would eat the cake. That scene disgusts me. I can't watch it. I like well, it. It really makes me feel sick. In that Matilda. is. Uh, that is the sickest, like, that's truly one of the sickest movie clips I've ever seen. I can't watch it. Mm-mm. Delicious. That 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 movie is, like, quintessential 90s, I feel like. Mm. Like, it is, like, if you look up the definition of a 90s movie in the dictionary, it is the cover of Matilda. And you, if you squint closely enough at the cover, you'll see the cover for Good Burger. Uh Kind of like in the cover of little cover section. Mm-hmm. Did it's you guys like see the new like tra- Danny DeVito's eyeball? Yeah, yeah. Like- uh huh. Did you see the new trailer for the 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 movie musical? It's coming out at Christmas. Yes, Emma I think it looks, looks pretty good. I think. I agree. I'm excited. I think it'll do well. Um, I'm a fan of that musical. I think it's very cute. Uh, Alan, no. What is that guy's name? Tim Minchin? Is that the dude's name who did that musical? Anyone? Tim Curry. He played Judas in the arena tour of Jesus Christ Superstar. And he also. Oh, well, now. Tim Curry did? (laughs) But, okay, no. But let me also clear something. Not, that is not the same Judas Uh as the Jesus Christ Superstar tour that is going on right now where the guy was actually an insurrectionist. Not the same tour. But that also happened. Weird. Deep cuts. Every Jesus Christ Superstar tour needs an insurrectionist? A hot take. I think so, technically. I mean, otherwise, the story's not, you know... Right. Yeah, I don't know where this is going. I sometimes get. I'm back. Sorry, I had to get more. I had to get more water. He does um, this on our show too. He just disappears and leaves me to riff. No, I don't do that. <laughs> water is important. 
Uh, I sometimes get Jesus Christ Superstar and um, Joseph confused for whatever reason. I know they're pretty different, right? Very different stories. Yeah. One's about Jesus and one is about Joseph. Which one's Guys. got Donny Osmond? That was Joseph, right? <laughs> That's, That's Joseph. Joseph. Okay. Go, 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 Joseph, you know. you know what they say. Yep. I was going to say that's the only musical that I know front to back because we could watch nothing on Good Friday besides Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat on VHS on repeat. So that's all my sister and I watched on Good Friday. I don't want to I don't want to correct anyone's parenting, but Jesus Christ Superstar seems like the more appropriate Good Friday musical. We used to have to cut out that scene where they're in the jail because it was so inappropriate. My mom would just come down and fast forward through it each day. I like that she had. I like that she probably just like had it like internalized. She'd be like, "Well, they started," and then she just like goes about her life, and then just like, "Well, it's about time now." Doesn't have to set a watch. Nothing. Nothing. Knows it's when. inside. Yeah, the internal clock. On Good Friday in my house, we would just watch Friday with Ice Cube. <laughs> did you guys I'm have not familiar? A, did you guys pretty good comedy? Did you guys ha- ever have a movie or two growing up? Like your parents let you watch it when you were younger, but they made you do either cover your eyes or you know cover your face with the pillow. Because I have one automatically that I think of, Me and too. it is the Shawshank Redemption. Oh, uh-huh. love the love, scene love, in the love. beginning when Annie Dufresne's wife is banging the banker, Oof. and he's like watching from outside. My dad was like pillow. And I had to put a pillow over my eyes. Um, did yeah. did you like seek out? The, did, did you watch it often? No, my parents. This will every not come Thursday. Shock. Every 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 Good Friday, actually. Um, uh, this <laughs> it will was come Friday and then the Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep, and then we'd finish it off with Showgirls. It was a big night in the Jaconas household. Um, no, my folks were very, very lenient with movies. Like, there was a point yeah. in time where, like, my dad tried to be like, no, we shouldn't, you can't watch that. But that quickly went away. And I'm pretty sure that was just because that was the woman he was married to at that time was trying to be like, Harry, they can't be watching. They can't be watching Braveheart. They're seven years old. But we would be like, come on, son, it's just a movie. But then uh, once that, you know, relationship ceased to exist for my father, he was like, I don't give a shit. He was like, we're going to watch The Departed in the sixth grade. Go ahead. I don't care. She was just trying to protect you from Mel Gibson. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe. But I had to give Braveheart some love because I know Hannah Ganshaw is such a big Braveheart stan. So one and only love of my life. Yeah, but we were very lenient growing up uh, in my house with movies. I remember watching like at sleepovers like Old School and Borat and a bunch of other raunchy comedies. 11 year olds probably shouldn't be watching, but I think it makes you grow as a human. So it is. What yeah. It is. I, I think agree. ours was rat race. Oh, we watched that what? a lot. That movie's not even inappropriate, is it? It's not, not it's PG 13. Have you watched it as an adult? Uh, I want the last time I watched that movie actually was shout out to some of our friends at the cabin with oh. Tom souls and Anthony Carlot. I remember Tom and I having the conversation that we were like, I'm surprised nobody has remade this movie. That is easily a movie you could remake every 20 years with like today's like, like like at that point. So like they could easily make one right now with like Tom Holland and Zendaya and you know, who else is really popular right now? Like, you know, 
Luke Chaconis, Little Bow Wow, Alan Lego, Hannah Ganshow. <laughs> I don't make the cut. <laughs> you don't make the cut. Well, too, you can. Too you serious. Can be involved. Hannah, what was so inappropriate about that movie? Can you jog my memory? Um, yeah, for sure. Please we repeat the most to... inappropriate joke. Well, okay, joke wise, I don't know because it's just bad. But the worst part that they always let us not watch was the part where he's in the bathroom and he's like explaining to the bus driver why he needs clothes because his wife is getting bir- giving birth in the car. So he's like yelling vagina and like placenta and things like that. And my mom and dad would like block that out. Those are just normal parts of the human anatomy. And What's so inappropriate about that? Correct. Here we go. Here, Maddie's going to lose her mind. Although I guess, I guess the, this whole is, thing out. is the placenta a part of human anatomy? Yes. Well, just, well, just like, it's obviously part of the process. Mm, here we but, go. Like it's so like, you don't put one in. It just comes from. Well, it, like, yeah, like grows, but I'm curious, like is mucus part of human anatomy and like, is a placenta in the same category as like mucus, something that the body produces. Oh, absolutely. That's the thing. It's no different than like a baby, a booger. A baby is a booger. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. That's a hot take. <laughs> Listen, uh, we were at abortion. <laughs> we were at a lunch the other day, and uh, I said the statement: "Kids are gross. They're just incredible." really gross staring at a father of two like Ooh. i didn't mean to but it just to, to clarify the father of two is at a separate table from the business meeting she did not look in the eye of a potential <laughs> business partner and insult his children <laughs> so but how are our numbers looking maddie children are gross <laughs> it was kind of like that, though. We were talking about getting sick and stuff, and I was like, oh, children are gross, as this baby's like, ugh. And then the random baby came over and hugged Maddie, so who was right? And Maddie did not give that baby consent, and now that baby will never work in Hollywood ever again. On the blacklist. That's bye it. Bye-bye, baby. Hashtag bye-bye, baby. That's it. Uh... Let's let's get a little personal here. I know Alex and I are members of the NKC. Uh, Maddie, Hannah, you guys members of the NKC? The No, no Kids Club? Kids Club. Oh, oh, sure. Well, yeah. to my knowledge. Okay. <laughs> I guess, yeah. I, there's always a little bit of doubt. You know what I mean? Just mm-hmm. like, oh, it could. I, you never know. Those are My your ovaries trying to convince you. <laughs> My eggs could be anywhere, she says. Um, speaking of TV and movies, though, what are you guys watching right now? Alex, you want to go first or should I? Yeah, I'm almost caught up. Um, I came to For All Mankind on Apple TV late. Uh, season three is just getting started. I'm almost done with season two, uh, but I really, I really would recommend for all mankind, especially if you're a space nerd, because it is an alternative history of the space program. If Russia beat us to the moon, wait. So this is not. This is what I thought. 
I did the same thing I did last time you were talking about this show, in which I thought you were talking about a country western show that is different. Which is very different. I mean, these are, they're, they're space though. cowboys because they're astronauts. I will say, um, you are constantly on the edge of your seat thinking something is about to explode watching For All Mankind. Hot take, NASA is a lie. Ooh. Here's, okay, okay, wait, okay, let's get into this. Let's get into this let's because into I think that we did go to the moon, but much of the imagery was faked. Absolutely. Which I guess is me like hedging on a conspiracy theory. Um, I think, I think NASA is a cover up for the water. We've talked about this. It's yeah. a conspiracy. I think they're trying to make us look up so we don't look in the water. Couldn't you just do both? I just did but, it right there. Yeah, but if you're busy trying to go there, you're not trying to go down into the water to see where the bottom of the ocean is. I think you all should put a little respect on NASA's name, and I know Hannah is going to back me up on this, because Listen. you ever seen an asteroid <laughs> hurling towards Earth? When that asteroid comes, who are you going to call? Not the Ghostbusters. Luke, You're going to call is, it 90s this is not Bruce not a time. Wars. This is not a time to pitch Armageddon to everybody. <laughs> I don't need to. This is Alex deep, finally. Deep You're impact, outnumbered. Deep Impact is the greater comet movie. Oh, you are so goddamn <laughs> high. Not even close. All right. I'm, I'm, liking, I'm ending the call. I'm ending the call. <laughs> You're all caught up. It's over. And I'll also be ending our podcast too, Hannah. Uh, mine and Alex's. You heard it here first. Yes. Michigan and Trumbull is no more. This is the divorce. Uh, this is the Rod <laughs> Mario situation. <laughs> Except instead of fighting over a chair, we're fighting over a 90s Bruce Willis movie. Uh, <laughs> Listen, Arma, yeah. I got to be honest, I can't talk poorly on NASA because I will not be invited into my parents' home again. So I have to keep it. <laughs> like I said, I think we went to the moon. I think we went to the moon. I think we have people in space. Did we also fake some some moon pictures? Yes. yes. For the PR of it all, you know what I mean? It's fine. I get you it. You gotta get I the right agree. shot. Let me be clear. I love space. I love NASA. I just also love conspiracies. So I have to inform you of what TikTok is saying. And they think NASA is fake. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's not me. I just gotta make it known. Madeline, this is the important question then. Can jet fuel melt steel beams? <laughs> oh, don't, don't. I can't, guys. I can't. My dad. My I'm dad. Not a I can't, my dude. I can't. Between all this NASA bashing and placenta talk, <laughs> Hannah Ganshaw will never be invited home for Christmas again. I won't. You don't understand. Listen, I think my dad's gonna feel. You don't talk shit about NASA, song. and you don't say placenta in the Ganshaw house. God damn it. it. Your family's just going to be happy we're talking about them. You know what I mean? Yeah, they are. Sure they are. <laughs> we love it. We love it. No, but for real. I don't think it I don't think it can. <laughs> <laughs> I 
here we go. <laughs> I'm I'm honestly too uneducated, and I've not done enough research on this debate topic. I'm I'm a blind, dumb puppy dog most days. So I imagine right now that Matt Damon is still up on Mars eating his shit potatoes. I mean, so that, that, that shows you where I'm at. But you guys keep discussing. I'm loving. I'm loving the energy, folks. Loving okay, the energy. Okay, related to that though, I think that I'm gonna science the shit out of this. Might be one of the best lines that Matt Damon has ever gotten to deliver oh, in his career. I'm ready. Ooh, that, yeah. No, that was the line. I'm gonna science the shit out of it. Oh. <laughs> he does say that. He does yeah, say in that. in the Martian. All right. Yes. What's the best? I, unless are we still talking space, or can I now ask it a follow-up can, question? Yeah, no, keep riffing. We're great. We, what's if we the, have a two-part uh, episode. We have a two-part episode. What's There's the uh, well? Three part, we're here answer? for the next month, folks. Settle in. Oh, good. I better get more chocolate chips. If you all caught a podcast. <laughs> well, Alex, did you get done talking about what you're watching, or should I go now? I don't even. Is that what I was talking about? Sure. Yeah. yeah I, that's how I'm it started. Tired. Well, I'm rewatching the Pirates of the Caribbean movies at this <laughs> at this point in time. I'm sorry, what movies? The Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, got it. Yeah. Uh, I own the... Uh, actually, if any uh, single ladies are out there looking for a good time, I've got the five Blu-ray pack uh, DVD oh. combo set at my house. So just come on over uh, and we'll watch some Pirates. Uh, but yeah, for real, those movies rock. They rock and roll. They are. They are really phenomenal movies. I think all five of them are one good movie. Have, like are, you all, are you all caught up, Alex? On the oh, I know you did it. I, I did it. I did it. Um, uh, just finished. Haven't finished three yet. Okay. But the the drop in quality from one to three already is. Ew. Uh, See, I'm going to fight. Not you. looking forward to. And then the clip you sh- you sent me of four. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's not looking good. Of Richard Griffiths? Come on. <laughs> Show some put some respect on that man's name, Alex. I I always choose to remember him from the history boys and nothing else. Nothing put else. Put some respect on his name, would you please? The how do you feel about Oh, you can't uh, see it. Never mind. That's a shame. You can't see it. <laughs> you can't what, see a, it. what a what a killed bit. You can't see it. <laughs> It doesn't work on here. It works on Zoom. I don't know why. It's probably because I got this goddamn Chili's background. <laughs> uh, I, I do dig the pirate movies, though. TV-wise, uh, I just finished the new season of Barry. That show rocks. Um, yes. I'm watching I have a one Yeah, go ahead. Are you excited for Margot Robbie as female Jack Sparrow, whatever? Yeah, I, I'm very curious how that whole situation is going to work itself out, because there's like been rumors of, there's been a bunch of different rumors. They're like going to like reboot it, and she's going to be the new lead. There's been rumors that they're just going to do Pirate 6, but like kill off Jack Sparrow. There was one time rumors of like an animated series coming to Disney+. Plus. Like nothing has really been set in stone, but that is a franchise for me that no matter what they do, I will tune in. I do agree with Alex. The Drop in quality does happen in the series. I don't think it happens one to three necessarily. I definitely think I definitely think you see it starting at four, um, and I haven't fit, I haven't gotten to five yet. But yeah, whatever whatever they do, Margot Robbie, no Margot Robbie. If they want to bring back Johnny Depp, you know, I'm I'm game for it all. Um, I just I think they're a very fun thing of thing of movies. That's all. What about Margot Martindale? Who? I don't know who 
the hell that is. Who knows? Noted character actress. Margot Martindale. Let me see if oh, I... Oh, wait. Is that who does uh, Lady Dynamite? No. I will look up a picture. I don't know. I look forward to me having completely slaughtered this woman's name. No, you're right. Mar- Mar- Margot Martindale. Can you show us then? Well, I can't because it won't show... I got the damn chilies background. <laughs> I can't... Put your hand behind it. What the heck? Why is it... Oh, okay. Oh, no, no, it's just text. Okay. Oh, there All we right. go. Now that, now, that's Margot. <laughs> right. As if I don't have seven hundred. There's Margot. <laughs> She's one of my favorite pieces of the show BoJack Horseman. Oh, I haven't watched much of BoJack oh. Horseman. Also, the show Sneaky Pete on Amazon Prime. Mm. Mm-hmm. She was in Secretariat, one of my grandfather's favorite movies. <laughs> um, As Secretariat. That's how Ask good of a character her. actor she is. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's how Isn't good that she is. Is a horse? It is a horse. That's how good she Do you is. you know Secretariat, Madeline? Great movie. Can okay. I, can I tell you guys girl. something very endearing? Uh, speaking of my grandfather and his favorite movies, yeah. um, he went and saw the new Top Gun. And like my grand, I think, honestly, the last time my grandpa was in a movie theater was probably when he took me to see the second Pirates of the Caribbean which came out in 2006. Um, and he was talking to me about Top Gun, and he then proceeded to tell me his three favorite movies of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, would you like to guess them, or should I just tell you? I think Alex knows the answer. But would anyone else like to take care to take a, a crack at it? Vince Russo, 86 years old, former Marine, the, one of the coolest people I know. The first Top Gun? Yeah. No. I'll, I'll give you I'll give you a hint. The other two are Disney movies. One animated, one with real life human. No animation. Dumbo. Nope. Time is ticking. Time is ticking. Oh my god. How much time do we have? I'm really going through movies right know. now. Too much time. That's what we have. Too much time. His favorite movies. He said his okay. he said his top three favorite movies are Miracle, The Lion <gasps> King. And now Top Gun Maverick. <laughs> Love. And, and then he told me at one point in time, he's like, you know, Top Gun Maverick might even be better than Miracle. Uh, that, which is, that would be like me saying Top Gun Maverick is better than Armageddon. Because that's no. how much that man loves Miracle. That's a hot take. Listen, mm-hmm. everybody's loving Top Gun Maverick. This mm-hmm. is on our, our itinerary for today, our schedule to discuss. Um. We could talk about it it. now. Yeah, Yeah. I haven't seen it. Have you seen it yet? You saw it for Father's Day. Alex, you've not seen it, right? I have not seen it. I have not been to a movie since uh, my parents took me to see a re-release of 101 Dalmatians in the year 1990. That's the last time (laughs) I went to... No, I don't know. But I haven't seen it. I haven't seen the movie. I... (laughs) I was like... I swear I've been to a movie with you, Alex. I was racking my brain to try to find one. I thought That's at first funny. when you were going for that 101 Dalmatians joke, you were you were referencing the Glenn Close one. And I was about to be like, sir, that did not come out in 1990 or in time for a re-release for 1990. But then I forgot there is an original. So I actually, like think, the the, I actually think the realize was it re-release was in 89. I just know it was the first movie I was taken to. That honestly might be the best live-action Disney remake. 
I recognize that now, but I was terrified of Cruella DeVille because of that version. Like, had the wallpaper taken off of my wall that was Dalmatian because I had such bad nightmares of Glenn Close. I haven't I haven't watched that one in a while, but I would put it's forth funny. The, the Aladdin remake as mm. the best of the of the remakes. Real Jasmine empowerment happening in it. That new song. Mm. Kind of cheesy. Uh, yeah, I, I thought Will Smith was a pretty good genie. Um, of course, then he slapped the shit out of Aladdin. Um, but then, you know, to each their own. Um, I thought the I thought the Beauty and the Beast uh, I thought the Beauty and the Beast remake was not that bad. I know a lot of people didn't like it, but I didn't think it was terrible. I think I saw it with you, Maddie, didn't I? Or no? You came. It was on. It was on St. Patrick's Day, around St. Patrick's Day, and you came over to my house afterwards. We went to Chili's. Remember? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We didn't see it though in person. I think you met us. You met us after. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you met us after the motion picture, I believe. Yeah, because I watched it on on a laptop somewhere and gotcha. got through the first little tough and turned it off. I couldn't oh. do the auto tune. And then I watched it again later, a few months or so later, and it was fine. I'm not a Beauty and the Beast person. Like I enjoy the show. I think it's good, but it was never my favorite growing up. Madeline hates bookish brunettes. That's what I'm taking from here. Mm-hmm. I can promise you I am a bookish brunette underneath this dumb blonde she's a bookish brunette don't let her fool you a self-loathing bookish brunette (laughs) um but the question really is not about the quality of the movie top gun maverick but is in fact about the quality of the mustaches in the film how are we feeling about this mustache business happening Miles Teller, pretty hot with that mustache. My husband, pretty hot with that mustache. Is it weird my dad has a mustache? I'm trying not to think about it. I think it makes perfect sense that your dad has a mustache and you think your husband looks hot with a mustache. I hate that. I'm just saying. <laughs> I love that call out. I love that that's, call out. That's science, Madeline. Yeah, no, 100%, just so we're clear. Like, Noted. I don't know. I think the mustaches are, uh, I think it's a good look. I myself have tried to rock a mustache a time or two, and I've been ridiculed for it. I'd be curious to see if I did it now, if people would think it's a good look because of Top Gun Maverick. Um, Mustaches for Disney World, Luke? Don't tempt me with a good time. Free mustache rides? Nope, did the, did the feet cut out? What happened? <laughs> <laughs> Anyone? Do you Sean? Want <laughs> Sean, help, please. Oh, man. Okay, so uh, back to your guys' podcast. So why Michigan? Why the Detroit Tigers? Why Michigan? Why Trumbull? Why Ampersand? That's... Well, I'm from Michigan. Uh, and grew up a Detroit sports fan, um, one of them being the Detroit Tigers. Uh, and so, so really the more interesting question is to Luke, why the Detroit Tigers? Well, this answer is going to be pretty profound. 
And I really think it's going to bring a lot of traction to this podcast because I know one thing Maddie and Hannah have been clamoring for is for uh, two straight white men to talk about sports on their podcast for a little while. So that's why we're here today, folks. Um, no, why am they, I a Tigers fan? That's a very simple reason. There's the a reason, but- no, I need to make it very clear. The reason we have you two on today is because okay. it is Juneteenth. So we are making you work. You know what I mean? This is not like a. We're putting you to fucking work today. That's how you're. An, that's how you're. Getting out of the way. This is an intervention. Honestly, the fact that like this is you putting us to work is like a very definitionally white privilege. I think because we yeah, just, you're right. just sharing that. Just talk about your opinion, white boys. Yeah, we've talked about the Pirates of the hard. Caribbean series and placenta thus far. I don't we're think we're really gonna- doing our due diligence here. But we're just going to make you look dumb as shit. You know what I mean? Oh! Why <laughs> oh okay, Glad we're providing enough sound bites for that. Yes. Well, honestly, you can. the only person you can blame is another straight white man, if you do. Well, that would be Sean because, Young. Because, because he's editor. our editor is. Yeah. Um, the reason I became a Tigers fan is because there was a player growing up that I really liked named Pudge Rodriguez. He was a catcher for the Florida Marlins. Um, that's when I said Florida. I'm sorry. Say that again. The Yankees of Florida, the Yankees of Florida. Thank you. With the pinstripes, um, was with the Marlins for one year. Next year went to the Tigers. He was my favorite player. Eventually he was either going to get traded to the team that, uh, Alex mentioned. He eventually got traded to the Yankees. By that point in time, I didn't want to be a Yankee fan stuck with the Tigers. The rest is history. I've been in misery pretty much since 2014. Just pain. This Next question. A lot of pain. Uh, so you played baseball, both of you? Why baseball? Is that your favorite sport? Do you like other sports? Do you talk about other sports or just baseball? Well, I was a D3 uh, athlete at uh, <laughs> uh, at a college where I played lacrosse. The name is kind of escaping me. Good, oh, good, Albion good try remembering where I went to Albion, college. Good Albion, you got there. Good job. Albion College. I forgot. I partied a lot, and I was uh, – yeah, I was a D3 lacrosse athlete at Albion College, and then I eventually got my master's in uh, directing from Western Illinois University. Um, I also worked at Tecumseh Outdoor Theater for a few seasons, and um, yeah, I, just, I have a pretty impressive resume. Why baseball? I just want to give uh, facts about my resume, that's all. Um, currently live in New York, I'm married, got multiple podcasts. Um, yeah, that's I played so sports. nice to hear. Yeah. What about you, Luke? Um, mostly I'm just, uh, bumming around in Florida. Uh, just got kicked out of my mom's house. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. Um, you can't spell family without spelling eviction. So <laughs> no, I played, I played baseball in high school. Um, I was, a uh, pretty successful outfielder. Mm-hmm. Um, keep going. Uh, that we were the, the flying pirates, um, our baseball team, uh, we won, we won seven state championships. Oh, now we're even getting more further. Uh, from the truth. how many years were you in high school? 12. Uh, <laughs> so is seven when your eligibility ran out or <laughs> no, we just got really bad. No, no, no. He was Everybody like that was so guy. Who, he was like that guy that graduated high school, but still tried to keep going to prom because he lived in the same hometown. And after a while, they were like, "Alex, you're 39. You can't. You can't Luke. come to prom Luke, anymore." Luke, I was being you. Oh, sorry, I ruined it. 
Luke, you're 39. You can't come to prom. <laughs> <laughs> How so, old? No, go. So, so to, to to answer the question, um, we occasionally talk about other sports, but we're primarily baseball focused. We'll we'll sometimes talk football because Luke is a Bears fan, and uh, they are. Uh, constantly fighting in the division with the Detroit Lions to be the worst team in the division. Um, and that's that's about that, that's probably the, the extent of our outside sports that we talk about. But I think baseball, certainly for me, uh, when I when I moved away from home, became uh, a great comfort to not that I experienced a lot of homesickness, but it was just a nice little everyday connection back to home was listening to baseball on the radio because I'm 9000 years old. And uh, and then now Luke and I talk about it. Nice. Yeah, sports are cool. So sports are cool. I like sports. What's your favorite sports moment or like play or like his? You know what I mean? Like, mm, is that, that like a like a moment I've watched on TV or a moment I was a part? Just of? like it, in general, I would say in like sports history, what's like the sports moment that you come back to? For me, it would be and it's a Tigers one because baseball is my favorite sport. The Tigers are my favorite team. Uh, I would say in 2006, there was a gentleman by the name of Maglio Ordonez who hit a walk-off home run to send the Tigers to the World Series. And it was just in that sweet spot where I was like really getting into baseball. Mm-hmm. I, like Before I had done it because my parents were like, come on, you got to do some sort of sport. And like I would be like, when I first started playing, I was like the kid in right field picking grass. And like not paying attention. But then once I started getting coached by my dad, I took an interest in it. So right when that happened in 06, like I was really starting to actually take an interest in it and like wanted to succeed. And it was like a perfect kind of metamorphosis, if you will, of it all happening. So that would be that's be what I would say. He had a I would believe it was a two run walk off homer to send the Tigers to the World Series against the Oakland Athletics. Maglio Ordonez. Wow. Uh, my favorite moment comes from when I was coaching uh, lacrosse. I was coaching at uh, LaSalle University, and in the previous three seasons combined, they had won five total games. Um, and over the course of the season, we uh, found ourselves in the top 25 in the nation before going to the, the playoffs. Um, so that's a, that's a free, uh, free pitch for anybody looking to make a lacrosse movie. Rags to riches. We did not win the championship. We, in fact, got destroyed in the first round of the playoffs. But that's a whole that's a whole different story. We can fix the ending for for the film. Yeah, but it's fun when they lose. But like you learn a different lesson. You know, it's not about winning. It's not all about winning. It is. It kind of is, though. It's about playing the game. It's true. Taught those boys a lot of discipline. One of them now does social media for the Los Angeles Rams. Oh. And if if that's not a win as a coach, I don't know what is. I mean, here, here. I love that. I don't know if I really have a favorite. Probably like, I don't know. I don't think I have a favorite sports moment. Yeah, I don't. I played sports, and I like. I don't think I've got anything. I I have nothing. How long has uh? mariachi and uh tango been running how long have you been doing the show we're in year three year three mm-hmm. do you go only through baseball season do you take off season off or are you talking about 
trading and stuff. I don't know how all that works. It's like kind of year round. Yeah, we do. So when we're when it's in season, we do an episode either every week or every other week. Once the season ends, which the Tigers suck, so their season will always end either the last week of September or the first week of October when the regular season ends. We usually do maybe three or four off-season episodes, um, which is nice because, you know, pretty much from April to September when the season's going on, we're doing an episode every week. Nine times out of ten, I'm live-tweeting or Alex is live-tweeting along. We're watching the games. Um, so, you know, it's fun. I mean, it's it's a fun thing to do. Uh, sometimes it gets a little bit frustrating when the team sucks so much because it just is not fun to talk about. So they're not very good this season, and uh, we're going on vacation in a couple of weeks. So we're both very excited, just not have to really do shit with it for like a week <laughs> and a half because they suck, and we're going to be on vacation, and I'm not going to feel any guilt for not doing it. I've this season for me, I've kind of felt like more, I guess, of an obligation, just because you know you're if we're going to talk about, it, I feel like you should know what you're talking about, and mm-hmm. you know all that stuff. But yeah, it's it's fun. I like it. I can't complain. Nice. I truthfully don't regularly listen to that show because I'm just not in your demographic. It's very okay. niche. It's, um, I would say we have, oh, wow, that was, uh, an airplane is crashing into the mm-hmm. apartment. Um, weed whacking. Wait, us. wait, yeah. wait, but does the fuel burn the steel pipes yeah. or whatever it is? The steel beams are melting in the apartment, so <laughs> I don't know what that means. Means you we heard it here still... first. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's everything to do with your podcast. What do you guys do for your muggle jobs? What do you do in your regular work life? Well, you know, it's hard out here for a pimp. Um, <laughs> that's what I hear. Yeah. Uh, my job on the regular, I'm an actor. Um, I like to do some comedy. I do some writing to pay the bills. I work at a non-for-profit theater in beautiful Naples, Florida. Um, I work in the box office. I'm the box office manager. They were foolish enough to give me the keys to the money. So Ooh. that's what I do. No, I work very at a, nice. I work at a pretty cool theater called the Naples Players, mm-hmm. and uh, they've been very good to me over the last year and a half. Um, I deal with a lot of really understanding and kind people over the phone they're all really they're all really sympathetic really understanding really even keeled and level-headed um which is honestly what gets me up in the morning uh is just you know to keep servicing our really beautifully uh kind and uh wholesome patrons they're not all that bad but when you get a couple of bad ones yikes you're a comedian tell us a joke (laughs) <laughs> these gas prices am i right <laughs> oh, God. i can't afford dinner that's why i'm having chocolate chips <laughs> okay that's what was it didn't appear when you held that up no <laughs> <laughs> Give me, oh, i ate them all that's it dinner's that's it dinner's over dinner's over dinner's over that's my day job but if someone wants to put me like in the next like if like somebody wants to put me like in the 2020 version of boy meets world is the cool funny big brother hit me up hit me up luke chaconis one at gmail.com it, it was luke chaconis at gmail.com taken uh yeah because i'm pretty sure one time i had a email account for it 
but I can't remember the own, I can't remember my own password. So, you know. Have, have you tried password? No, no. I can't really recall what it is. So, no. I suppose that's a, you know, part of it. We have a guest appearing. Oh, it's I Tate. see him. Tate. I can't see There's who it is. Tate. There's Tate. Is that Lamb Chop from Lamb Chop? <laughs> Snuffleupagus? It's Snuffleupagus. Um, uh, to answer the question, for my day job, um, I'm the regional sales manager at broadwayworld.com. Uh, ooh, nice little watch. Oh, my God. That was in. terrifying. What's happening? Um, and then I also do a ton of audiobooks as well as host two, two other podcasts outside of the Michigan and Trumbull podcast. Nice. Alex, I got a question for you. Mm -hmm. um, Maddie was telling me stuff about what you do, and she oh, no. said something, and I'm really confused about what it means, and I was just wondering if you could explain what voice under work is. Voice under? What? Maddie, is this a joke? I'll kill you. <laughs> Maddie, no! <laughs> Daddy, no, I'll never trust you again. You should not ever trust her. <laughs> no, we hear you do voiceover work. Can you explain I, briefly? Hannah looks that? very foolish right now. She has placenta all over her face. That's it. That's Listen, this is my life. I have no, I'm so uneducated with everything you guys talk about, basically, when it comes to your theater. So I just listen. So, so yeah, so my voiceover, voice under, if you want. Uh, Thank you. It, it's great. Sure. Um, I have a low voice, so the voice under work. Um, is, you know, it's a combination of audiobooks. Um, I'll probably, by the end of this year, have done somewhere in the range of 20 to 25 different audiobooks. Uh, then there's also things like uh, phone systems. So there's a... A uh, trucking, uh, like trucking repair shop in Canada. That if you call them, I'm the voice of the that you'll hear on the system. That's always fun. Uh, I didn't for, know that. I'm so. Do you have the number? The, the yeah. Can we company. give it a call? I I do not have the number, unfortunately. Oh. They did not. They did not give it to me. Um, they just asked for the, for the files. Yeah. It's I'd love true. to call one day and leave a voice. And I'm like, man, the guy in your voicemail machine sounds like a bitch. <laughs> I'm getting ready to start a project with um, uh, a realty site where I'll, where I'll be recording videos about how cool the neighborhood is, so you should move in. And so, you know, just like a, a smattering of of random things where I, I'll... And if anybody out there wants me to say anything into a microphone, I, I will do that for money. That's... Anything? Anything? Pretty, pretty close to anything. <laughs> What are your, like, give us some limits. You know what I mean? Like, what do you, what do you charge a million dollars for? Cause you know what I mean? Like you can put a price on everything. Yeah. A lot of things. I, I would say anything for a million dollars. That's what I'm saying. Right. Yeah. It's like, I'd probably say about, anything for a hundred thousand dollars. Anything that's not voice over like, the hello guy. Say yeah. it again. Yeah, I do. I do a my pillow ad for a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, I would too. I do it for about a hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I probably like like to make myself feel good. I would donate some some portion of it to yeah. to a charity. But I mean, yeah, 
You got to get paid. Got to get the bag. You know what I mean? How are we going to just redistribute wealth if we can't just take it from them? That's, I mean, I did a, a photo shoot for a thing that I wouldn't necessarily spend my money on, but I wanted to take their money. What is the one project that you all not are embarrassed of, but like, like, ah, maybe in hindsight, I shouldn't have done that. Like, is there, is there one that comes to mind? Yes. You you want us to express it in a public forum, Luke? Sure. (laughs) I don't know if I'm trying to. I'll tell you mine. Great. You don't have to. I'll tell you mine. Okay. My worst project, my worst project ever was in eighth grade. We had to do a project and we had to do it on a decade. And I can't remember which decade we did, but me and two of my friends put together one of the worst films that you will ever see in your life. And the day that I can upload that to YouTube, I will become famous because I've never seen a worst project. And I think that that's technically considered a film project. What was the topic? We covered we covered Star Wars, in which I did this, the Star Trek symbol. We covered um, right. IVF. The first IVF was um, something we covered. I'm trying to think of what else. Wait, we, wait, and we was, had it, to, was it the first Star Wars that you covered? I think so. So it had to have been. So does this make it the 70s? Yeah, I think so. Because it was IVF. Did wait, you say when IVF? Was, <laughs> yes. IBS. Irritable bowel syndrome? That's what you covered? The first yes. one in the 70s. <laughs> Wait, no, but actually, when did the, um, uh, when did one, two, and three come out? Two was oh, like boy, 82, right? 77, 80, 83. No, no, no. No, no. Episodes one, two, and three, not four, oh, five, and six. 99, 2002, 2005. Maybe we did the 90s? Listen, I will find it and we will upload it. And I'm telling you, fame. But is it, it is bad the worst because project. it's like so cringy, or like were you a bunch of uncultured yahooligans? No, it's like we would we didn't have cut. You couldn't cut things, so we would right. just stop moving, mm-hmm. and then it would cut the film, and then we yeah. would try and like reset. But you would just be a little off. Uh-huh. Um, so it's mostly like that, and then. At some point, we use a stack of plates as a prop for a building. It's just poorly done. And we received an A+. And another group that did all of theirs in one take and had a beautiful, beautiful presentation, an A-. minus. But ours got an A+, because it was so funny and so terribly done that she was like, that's it. You, you did it. <laughs> Comedy does sell. So that's mine. Sorry you guys can't share yours. No. Uh, I, I think I'm. I think I'm legally prohibited from sharing mine. Okay. I'm trying to think the worst project I've ever done. If we're just talking school projects, how much time do you have? I phoned in a lot of shit over the years. <laughs> I I remember when I was in. I think it was the eighth grade. Uh, this would technically be the worst project I've ever done. We had to do a how-to presentation. You know how to tie a tie. How to, you know, throw a throw a spiral pass. Something along those lines. Rather than actually finding a how-to topic that I actually knew how to do, I took it upon myself to make up a fake topic, uh, and it was how to, I said, how to, f- how to fight 
in the UFC or how, how to perform martial arts. I have no martial arts experience. And I brought in a mat into the classroom <laughs> and then proceeded to do shitty karate on one of my best friends for about 15 minutes. I did all these terrible, horrible, definitely not the appropriate way, takedowns. I remember at one point in time, like deliberately being like, no, you're going to want to get him from this way. And like his like back was on the, on the mat, like my balls were purposely like in his face. And, uh, I remember at the end, like my how to was like how to, like how to fight in the UFC or how to, you know, perform mixed martial arts. And I ended up getting like a B minus, I think on it, which I was pretty proud of. And, uh, yeah. my teacher bought it for the most part, at least she did to give me the grade. But I remember she complained saying she would have liked to have seen some actual like footage or photos of me, like when I was taking these classes, here's the kicker though. I didn't have any photos because I made the whole goddamn thing up. <laughs> okay, great. Now? All right. Thanks for uh, listening to the first part of Luke and Alex's uh, interview. Thank you for joining us. I hope you enjoyed it enough that you will listen to the second one. Um, we will see you in the second one, hopefully. And like Maddie said, hopefully you had your... Um, male counterparts watch listen subscribe so that they get hooked in and we get more followers absolutely it's about expanding the demographic you know mm -hmm. we want to touch everybody's lives i'd like to touch everybody i love touching people that are over the age of 18 only exclusively 